Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a wide receiver Wednesday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. On today's show, we are going to continue the 2022 Locked on Titans NFL Draft Preview Series with the wide receiver position. We're going to look at the top names available and see who fits for the Tennessee Titans with the 26th pick in the draft. Then, we're going to look at the day two names, guys that could be had in the mid-rounds who make sense for the Titans. And then finally, we'll take a look at some of the names that should be available on day three and see who fits best as a depth wide receiver for the Titans. So covering all of that and more on a wide receiver Wednesday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Wednesday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast, a wide receiver Wednesday at that. And I'm excited to dive in to 23 different prospects on today's show. We're going to start with the top options on the board before we get into that. Do got to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen to the Locked on Titans podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You're going to find the Locked on Titans podcast everywhere. And always free. That includes the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe over there. Smash that notification bell so you know when all the content goes live. Throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching on YouTube right now. I am putting out daily Monday through Friday Tennessee Titans content. Not only during the season, but all year long. We are in the thick of our NFL Draft Preview Series. I covered quarterbacks and running backs already. Check those out if you missed them. Now we're going to dive into the pass catchers over the next few days. Wide receiver now, tight end tomorrow. So very excited about all of that. But let's dive right in to the wide receivers in this 2022 class because there are five wide receivers that I think are real first-round talents and real guys that I think the Titans would absolutely love to have. And as we did with uh, the quarterback edition of the draft preview, we're going to have some visual aids here for you guys. So we are going to start off talking about my number one wide receiver in the draft, and that is Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. He's a guy with, uh, well, let's talk about the measurables here. Number one, five foot eleven. He's 183 pounds, so not ideal size for a number one wide receiver, but still good enough size to survive in the NFL. Certain comparisons you see are like an Odell Beckham Jr., a C.D. Lamb, a Deontay Johnson at times, but as a player, he is just an explosive yards after catch guy. He's going to make people miss in the open field. He's got speed to take it to the house, so that's something that he brings to the table, and that uh, talent when you have the ball in your hands is incredibly key. His change of direction of Ability is outrageous. He can cut on a dime. He can stop on a dime. Tempo, start, stop, all of that. It's just incredible. And when he's in the air going after the football, just incredible body control. He's got good hands as well. He's plucking balls out of the air, and he's got versatility. He could play as your Z, which is usually your wide receiver, off the line of scrimmage who comes in motion. He could play slot. He played a lot of slot at Ohio State. So he shows the versatility to play multiple positions on offense while having all that talent. Now, he is very slim. 
He can get a little too fancy with his routes, a little bit too much shimmy shaking with some of those routes at times. He's always wanting to move and add extra steps, especially in his release. He's got to be more efficient with his route running, but he shows the skills to just be incredible. Now he has some focus drops as well. Great hands. You're going to hear that a lot, guys, with great hands. Really good at plucking the ball out of there, but with focus drops. That's on the easy ones that they should catch every time. Sometimes they lose a little bit of focus. And he hasn't really proven that he can successfully get off press coverage against really physical cornerbacks. That's something that they're wondering if, uh, you know, scouts are wondering if it'll translate to the next level. But to keep it going here, the number two wide receiver on my board is Jamison Williams from Alabama. Jamison Williams, six foot one, 179 pounds, giving people vibes of a bigger Deshaun Jackson, a faster Jerry Judy, that type of comparison you'll see for Jamison Williams. He, like Garrett Wilson, would be utilized as a Z, the secondary wide receiver receiver or a slot guy. Um, incredible speed. That There's no way. I put it in all caps on the screen because he just has elite track speed. And you see him when you watch him on tape, just blow past pursuit angles from defensive backs. It's incredible what he's able to do. His routes have really good tempo. He has a good understanding of the timing of a route and the timing of when the quarterback needs to get rid of the ball and when certain openings will become available to him in zone coverage. Yards after catchability because of that speed, as I mentioned before, he's got a good lean build. You know, he's a skinny guy like Garrett Wilson, but he's a little bit taller. So people like that. Uh, uh, now, he is lean. I, you like the height, you like the length, but he is lean, so you'd like him to put on more mass. He can be a body catcher at time. He's got good hands, but sometimes the ball can get in on his chest. Um, he's got to get better at reading coverage. He, you know, he's good enough at it now, but he's just got to take it to the next level because there are certain option routes and things that happen in the NFL. You get this coverage, you do this, you get this coverage, you do that. He's got to just speed up his processing. But that's just natural maturation process from going to college to pros. Nothing to be incredibly concerned about. The big concern comes with the ACL tear that took place in the national championship game. Obviously, with that happening so late in the season in January, the recovery time is going to go into the regular season. But there's good news surrounding his recovery already. All indications are that it's going pretty well. So Jamison Williams, I think he'll be able to contribute in his rookie year. And even if not, you get a number one type talent wide receiver with probably a discount because of the injury. He'll probably go in the teens, early teens, middle teens, somewhere in there when he might have been a top 10 pick had he not torn his ACL. But moving forward to the next guy that we are going to talk about is my number three wide receiver on the board, and it is another Ohio State Buckeye. It is Chris Olave, and Olave six foot tall, 187 pounds. Uh, he's just an incredible route runner. He's getting comparisons to guys like Calvin Ridley or a, a taller Tyler Lockett, not only because of his route running ability, which is incredibly efficient and incredibly smooth. Where I talked about Garrett Wilson being a good route runner, but he's a little too fancy in his routes, a little too too many steps. Uh, Chris Olave is just perfection when it comes to that uh, I called him a sideline ninja. I don't know how else to put it. His toe-tapping ability, his field awareness, I guess, is a, is a term that I'll be bringing up as we go through the process. He's incredible there. Really good hands. Uh, plucks the ball out of the air. 
And he's got just great feel. That's the only way to put it. He's got great feel for the game, where to sit, where to be, how much distance between him and the sideline and the defender. Uh, he just got real natural instincts as a wide receiver. Now, he doesn't really profile as a slot guy completely, more of that Z wide receiver that would play on the outside as your secondary wide receiver, your deep vertical threat in your offense, I think is where he would fit best. Uh, now, as for some downsides, he is a lean guy like all three of the guys that we talked about to start wide receivers or just, you know, speed guys. A lot of the time now, some of the best ones. So come in lean, but you have the ability to put on weight as you go throughout your career. Uh, doesn't really give you a lot of yards after catch ability. Chris Olave. It's not really something that he brings to the table consistently on his tape. He's going to make catches. He's going to beat guys deep, but he's not going to be a guy in open field to, to really scare you like his teammate, Garrett Wilson, who really brings that ability to the field. Now, the one thing about Olave that's different than Wilson as well, Wilson seems to be able to play through contact a lot better. Uh, Chris Olave is affected more by contact and physicality at this moment in time in his career. That has to do with his lean frame and just, you know, his play personality. So can that improve at the next level? Even if it doesn't, he should still be a sufficient deep threat. Uh, the next guy that I want to talk about here is who I would say is the best fit for the Tennessee Titans, and it's Traylon Burks from Arkansas. We know that the Tennessee Titans love that big physical build at wide receiver, and that is exactly what Burks is going to give you. Six foot two, 225 pounds. He is a pretty rare breed of size power, and speed. He's got great ball skills. You watch him all the time making contested catches, catching back shoulder throws, catching balls over top of people on his tape. He's got yards after catch versatility as well. He was a guy who was used in the Wildcat. They gave him jet sweeps, used him as a gadget player, but they also threw the ball to him like a regular wide receiver as well. And he plays with incredible toughness. He is a country Guy loves to hunt, loves to fish, all those outdoor activities. Uh, just read up on some stories about Traylon Burks. He is a physical, tough guy and a big wide receiver with incredible yards after catch ability that's tough and, and a down-home guy. Sounds exactly like a Tennessee Titan. As a matter of fact, he gets comparisons to A.J. Brown at times. He gets comparisons to maybe a little bit bigger Debo Samuel. So that kind of guy would fit perfectly with the Titans. And when we talk about value at my wide receiver four, I think Burks does make a ton of sense for the Titans, and it's a realistic possibility, but I've seen Burks kind of up the board a little bit more in recent mock drafts and recent stories, so the Titans may have to make a move if they want to get a guy that they really covet, like a Burks or maybe a Penning or one of the quarterbacks, quite frankly. If not, they'll probably have to sit back at 26 and just hope that one of those interior offensive linemen make their way to them, but a guy who I don't think is going to be available... Well, let me just point out the negatives on Traylon Burks. That wouldn't be fair. So a lot of his work has been schemed. It's been, uh, you know, sweet handoffs, wildcat, bubble screens, things like that. So when you talk uh, about a full-on route tree, he doesn't really have the craft of route running like the three guys we talked about previously, Wilson, uh, Williams, and Olave. He's nowhere near there. Now, that's something that he can work on. Uh, he didn't really show a full route tree either, so you'd love to expand that. But he was used in the way that he was used because that skill set was most advantageous to his team. So kind of hard to fault him for that. It's not that he can't do it. It's just that we haven't seen it, which is how some things go. He did suffer um, from being in that schemed offense and not being able to show that, but there's no reason to think that he can't grow into a player who becomes better at that, even if he's never really a route technician. Uh, the last wide receiver we're going to talk about in this top tier is a guy who I actually don't have as high 
up my board as most people do, and it's Drake London from USC. Now, he is your prototypical outside big-bodied receiver. Six foot three, 219 pounds. Gets comparisons to a, a guy like Mike Evans on the high end, a guy like Mike Williams in the mid-range, a guy like Alshon Jeffrey. He could be a player like that who isn't going to give you incredible route explosion or run a, an insane route tree. He's going to run slants. He's going to run comebacks. He's going to run uh, posts. He's going to run go routes. And he's just going to be a guy you can throw the ball up to, that power forward style of wide receiver, which is not a coincidence because he played on the basketball team at USC as a freshman. So he's a guy who brings all that basketball ability to the table, size, power, uh, He's got contested catch ability. That's his best trait. He can go over top of people. A great catch radius as well with those long arms. He has yards after catch ability, not in an explosive way, but in a powerful way. He And like I said, he's not going to give you route explosion out of his cuts. He's not going to run a full route treat right now. He did have an ankle injury that is something to be worried about, a fractured ankle. But if he comes back healthy from that, I think he's a top 10 pick, probably going to the Jets, probably going in the top 15, no matter what. He's just a big physical guy. And a lot of a lot of teams think about a Washington, and they would like to replicate a Michael Pittman for a Carson Wentz. Something like that makes a lot of sense. So I think he'll go before the Titans ever have a chance. But if he's there, I think the Titans would probably take a chance on Drake London because the talent is there. But that's my top five wide receivers. That's the top guys on the board for me. I think, like I said, Traylon Burks is a perfect fit for the Titans, and it's the most realistic option as well. But I would be okay with, you know, Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams. I think those guys are real good fits too. I just doubt that they'll be available for the Titans. But before we get into the mid-range guys, and I tell you who could really make sense for the Titans, I want to tell you guys about Shady Ray. Shady Ray's is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of a $200 pair of sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high end finishes. Also, something that you won't find anywhere else is Shady Ray's insane protection program. This thing is an incredible value. Shady Ray's includes lost or broken protection on every pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them no matter what happened. Give them a try and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Ray. So do a good deed while you're getting yourself a great pair of sunglasses exclusively. For our listeners, right now, head to ShadyRays.com and use code LOCKEDON. That's one word, LOCKEDON, to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code LOCKEDON for their best deals of the season 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Ray sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. Titans fans, let's continue this big-time wide receiver Wednesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast, breaking down all of the wide receiver prospects that we should probably have our eye on in the NFL draft for the Tennessee Titans. We just talked about the top prospects on the board. I think Traylon Burks out of the top five is the best fit for the Titans, but certainly if some of the talented wide receivers drop down the board to 26, the Titans would absolutely take them. But I think the fit, realistic with value and the player is perfect with Traylon Burks. But moving into the guys that could be had if the Titans trade back into the second round, if they reach 
in the first round and go get one of these guys just because of the demand of the wide receiver position in the first round. Uh, if they get lucky and some of these guys slide back and they trade up into the third round, into the, the six, mid-60s, early 70s, maybe some of these guys would be available. But this is a big list of 10 different wide receivers here on day two that I think could make sense for the Titans. Before we get into them, do got to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. But now, news. It's time for a big announcement. Starting Thursday, April the 28th, tune into the Locked On NFL Draft's live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft with all three days of real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. And for those of you dying to know who your team will take, catch Odyssey and Locked On's NFL Mock Draft Special, hosted by Brian Peacock and former scout Matt Williamson of Peacock and Williamson NFL Show all week leading up to the first pick. It's on the Locked On NFL Draft YouTube page. It's on the Locked On NFL Draft uh, episode feed on any podcast network. It's on the Odyssey app on the Locked On NFL Draft podcast feed. Locked On NFL Draft Live is April 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern, On the 29th, we're going live at 6.30. On the 30th, we're going live at 11.30, all Eastern. And then Odyssey's NFL Mock Draft will be April 28th through the 22nd and conclude on the 25th. So want to make sure you guys know about that incredible event. It's going to be a great time, and I can't wait to participate. It's my favorite thing that we do here at the Locked On Podcast Network. But moving forward into this group of mid-range wide receivers. The guy who I like the most from here, and let me tell you guys, These wide receivers are in order. I'm giving you my order of who I like the most. The next guy that I like is Christian Watson from North Dakota State. He's going to be an X wide receiver, like that number one wide receiver, but he could play some Z. I just don't know if he has a career completely in the slot, but he is six foot four, 208 pounds. So he's got height, he's got size. uh, He's tall, as you can tell. He's long with long arms. He's got speed, too. He is a burner down the field. Speed to separate from the defense. That's really important for a deep threat. Because of the size and the length, he's got an incredible uh, incredible catch radius. So not only can he get down the field, but he can jump over guys and make sure that he goes, gets the ball, stab the ball out of the air. It's He plucks it. Truly great hands catcher. And guys, Six foot four, 208 pounds, and this guy is running jet sweeps. He played running back, started at running back for a game his senior year. I mean, we are talking about a level of versatility combined with size and speed that you do not see very often. I mean, it's crazy to watch him take the ball as a running back at six foot four and run down the field. Now, it's obviously lesser competition at North Dakota State. He is a lean guy because he's so tall, but he's still got ability to put on some more mass. He needs to improve his route strength. He can get pushed off by physical cornerbacks. He needs to improve his route craft, understanding timing and tempo of how to set defenders up. All of that needs to improve. He has, like I said, he's a plucker of the football, but he can have some focus drops here and there where he just needs to kind of lock in to what he's doing. Now, comparison-wise, I've seen comparisons to Chase Claypool, but when I was watching him, I know this sounds crazy, but he looked like like a Dollar General Randy Moss out the the way he was so much taller and longer and leaner and so much faster, and he would go up and jump over top of people. I mean, I would not be shocked if Christian Watson is the best wide receiver out of this class three years down the line. I I just see... 
a uniquely talented player who I would be incredibly interested in the Titans pick if they could trade down to 32 with the Lions, 33 with the Jags, uh, maybe the Seahawks, uh, maybe, you know, a team with just a plethora of picks who wants to come up that doesn't necessarily maybe need a quarterback. Uh, any of those teams could make sense for the Titans. I would love Christian Watson early in the 30s, picking up an extra second-round pick. That would be almost an ideal situation. The next guy that I want to talk about here is Jahan Dotson. Now, I don't think that Dotson is a very good fit for the Titans like I think Christian Watson is. He's going to be primarily a slot guy in the NFL. He's got some Z capabilities as well as that second wide receiver on the outside that's off the line of scrimmage. He's five foot 10, 178 pounds out of Penn State. He's really quick, uh, really fast as well. He's not just a quick guy who's not fast like we see in, see in some slot receivers. He's got really long arms for a guy who's five foot 10. So he's got a good catch radius, good body control. He almost goes up and gets the ball like some of these primarily tall uh, basketball wide receivers does at his size. He brings you punt return uh, capabilities as well. Now, he, like Christian Watson that we just talked about, he needs to add some route strength. He needs to add some strength and some mass in general to his frame. He can get bumped off his routes by bigger cornerbacks. But uh, for a guy his size who's as quick and as fast, didn't give you as much yards after catchability. It's broken tackles, really, that we're talking about. He didn't break a lot of tackles with yards after the catch. So he's going to get caught by some guys in the NFL, and you'd like to see a little more break tackle ability from a guy like that because, you know, he is smaller. It's all tied in together. Now, I've seen comparisons to a, a smaller Deontay Johnson, like a Jamison Crowder. Uh, I think that he does remind me of uh, Chester Rogers with more, you know, just a better version, you know, like uh, uh, Goldman Sachs, Chester Rogers quite frankly, and also kind of see uh, a little bit of Brandon Cooks in there if he can develop some more strength onto his frame. I don't think Dotson's a great fit, but if the Titans were to trade back and get him in the late 30s, early 40s, I think that could be a good fit, but some teams could reach and he could not be there. The next guy that I want to talk about here is George Pickens from Georgia He's a, an ex wide receiver on the line of scrimmage, your big bodied guy, six foot three, or yeah, six foot three, 195 pounds. He kind of gives you shades of uh, T. Higgins when he's healthy, maybe a, a low scale AJ Green, less physical, maybe even a Kenny Galladay type guy I've seen comparisons to. He's great at the catch point with long arms. Um, he. Uh, runs with good lean in his routes. That's the best way that I would explain it. He knows how to kind of lean in and out to set up defenders. So he's a better route runner than you typically would get from a guy that long and that skinny. He's got good hands as well, especially it's not only catching the ball, it's in press coverage. He's really good at swiping hands away from him in press coverage and getting down the field. Obviously, that size is appealing to NFL teams, and he's got good ball tracking, which some guys who are taller can get a little unbalanced as they're tracking the ball downfield. Not George Pickens. He's going to stay underneath it and track the ball almost like a short speed wide receiver. So you love seeing that. Now, he is super lean. Like a lot of these skinny guys, you need to add mass. Doesn't have a lot of strength, so that's involved in that. He doesn't give you much yards after catch ability, but the real conversation that needs to happen is about his injuries and his maturity. So he's had quite a bit of injuries. Uh, ACL tear in 2020, had another big injury in 2021, and uh, he's gotten in some trouble during games, gotten in some trouble off the field. You really need to vet the off-the-field situation with Pickens, but I think the physicality of Pickens does match up well 
for the Titans. Uh, the next guy that I want to talk about is Sky Moore from Western Michigan. He is a primarily slot guy. He's five foot nine, 195 pounds. Got a little bit of a mix of uh, in comparison wise that I've seen Julian Edelman and Christian Kirk, kind of a combo doggy of those. Uh, Sky Moore gives you great change of direction ability. He's good at beating press coverage. He's got really good release packages. He's a yards after the catch ability. He's got good hands and a good catch radius for a guy his size, and the mental aspect of the game. He just understands all the craftiness of playing wide receivers, getting in the blind spot of quarterbacks, timing, tempo of routes, how to lean, shoulders, all the different little aspects of route running that we've discussed with all these prospects. He kind of puts them all together. Um, now, he's not going to be a contested catch guy. He just doesn't have that ability at his size at five foot nine, and he's not very explosive. He is primarily a slot guy who's going to be more of a horizontal threat than a vertical threat completely. But yards after catchability, that is really important for Sky Moore. So you put that package together and he's a viable option. If the Titans do want to not go away from that physical wide receiver mold and go for more of that small Chester Rogers upgrade, which is something that I've been talking about throughout the offseason, the cool thing about Traylon Burks is he's a big physical wide receiver who also can fill the Chester Rogers role. So that's why I'm high there. But you know, better value Sky Moore. He could do that as well. The next guy I want to talk about is Jalen Tolbert from Southern Alabama. He's going to be like your classic Z guy, not really somebody I'd expect to see in the slot throughout his career. Six foot one, 194 pounds. Seen comparisons to a guy like Michael Gallup. I personally see like a Gabriel Davis type guy or even a DJ Chark type guy because of how lean he is. He's got great ball tracking. He's got to be a really good deep guy, but he also, for a guy who's six foot one, can sink down into his routes on his, you know, routes that come back to the line of scrimmage or break in. He's pretty good there. Good at high pointing the ball. He's got good speed down the field. Like I said, he's going to be a really good deep threat, but He's not very good with the route lean either. He can kind of telegraph some of his routes at times. He's not going to be a yards after catch guy. And he's already 23 years old, and he's still rail thin and has been the whole time. So I guess the likelihood that he could put on some mass is pretty low. And then playing at Southern Alabama, the competition level isn't really up to snuff. So those are some of the concerns. Another guy that uh, I really like in the draft, the next wide receiver for me is John Mechie from Alabama. He's going to be a primarily slot guy in the NFL, 5'11", 100. 187 pounds. Uh, he is just an excellent route runner. He's got all that we talked about with Sky Moore, putting that all together as well. Uh, great release packages. He's got good ball skills. He'll go up and get the ball. He doesn't drop very many balls. He gets his hands on it. He's very reliable. He hasn't really shown a ton of yards after catchability throughout his career, but he took it to another level in 2021, so that could tantalize some teams and think that he's taken another step there in his development. Now, he's not an Incredibly big guy, 5'11", 187. That's pedestrian size. Uh, he doesn't have elite speed either, and he did tear his ACL. There's not a lot of upside there. You think he might be who he already is, but for me, he kind of reminds me of a, a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, who, yeah, he's not incredibly flashy, but he just gets the job done, and he's smart, and he knows what to do, and he's going to be a valuable member as a second or third wide receiver in an NFL offense. So that's what I see from Mechie there. The next guy that I'm going to talk about is Alec Pierce from Cincinnati. Six foot three, 211 pounds. So another big bodied guy who's going to be another X receiver for you. Kind of gives me vibes of uh, like a lesser talented without the yards after catchability of a Jordy Nelson or like a Vincent Jackson type guy, I think could make some sense. Uh, obviously six foot three, great size. He's got good speed. 
for a guy that size, he can really stack the cornerback, basically eliminate the space between the cornerback and him with how fast and how long of strides he has. It can catch corners off off guard because of how quickly he gets on you with those long strides. Really good catch radius as well for a, a quarterback to have some, some targets other than just putting it right on him. So he gives you that. Now, he needs to add some physicality to his routes, uh, play a little bit stronger. He may be a big guy, but he doesn't always play like a big guy, and he's not going to give you a lot of yards after catchability. Doesn't have a lot of wiggle or change of direction for being that tall. So Alec Pierce makes a ton of sense for me. Uh, The last guy in this section that I want to talk about is David Bell. He's going to be another guy who's a Z receiver, not your X receiver like Alec Pierce. He's six foot, 212 pounds, out of Purdue. Gives me vibes of Robert Woods, who plays for the Titans. Um, Seen compared Comparisons to James Jones, uh, James Jones, who played for the Packers for a while as well. I mean, David Bell is crafty. He's smart. He's physical. Uh, just all of the the little intangibles of playing the position of wide receiver, he has him down. He's got really good hands, and he was incredibly productive. No, he's not an elite athlete. Uh, no, he's not going to be a contested catch guy. He's not going to be a yards after catch guy. He doesn't have any elite traits in that sense. But all of the smaller aspects of playing wide receiver, other than the traits he thinks, he's just got them on lock. So I think David Bell is going to be a steal, maybe in the 40s, 50s, possibly even the 60s. So if the Titans could get in that range, I think that could make a lot of sense. Let's say they trade back into the 30s and pick up a 60 or 70. They go after a guy like Tyler Smith on the offensive line and then go after a guy like David Bell. I mean, I think that could be just perfect. I like David Bell out of this group. I like Christian Watson out of this group. And if they want to go with one of these small guys, I like Sky Moore out of this group. So those are the guys I'm looking at in the mid-rounds. We got more mid-round, late-round guys to cover in the last segment of today's show. A big time. I mean, we're at 30 minutes already, and we got a whole nother segment to get into. So excited to dive into all of the remaining names with you guys. Before we get into them, I want to tell you about the best-tasting protein bar in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. You get the best of both worlds. Uh, you get great taste. real chocolate on every bar. Tons of different flavors that are absolutely delicious. They're not chalky, waxy, and hard to choke down like a regular protein bar. But you also, of course, get the health aspect as well. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. So everything you would want in a protein bar, go to Built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your order at Built.com. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Titans fans, we are going to cap off this wide receiver Wednesday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast looking at the uh, later round options that the Titans will have before we get into it. I got to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, make sure that you guys check out the Locked on NFL Draft podcast. It's hosted by Ryan Tracy and former NFL scout Eric Crocker. They're bringing you the draft from two angles every day. It's the prospect side of things with mock drafts and prospect profiles and big boards, but also they're looking at it from the front office angle with trades and positioning and team needs and all that as well. So make sure you check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast, free and available on all platforms. You got to go ahead and subscribe over there for all the draft coverage that we're going to have. So you might as well 
Get there now and get ready to go for the NFL draft, free and available on all platforms. But diving into the final group of wide receivers here. Now, some of these guys I think could go in the third round, later in the third round, fourth round, different things, but they're kind of specific players that you would have a specific role for or that would be depth guys at the end of your roster that would need to do multiple things. So this first group of guys are all the the slot options that don't have exactly what, like a guy like Jahan Dotson has some explosion to him. A guy like Sky Moore is incredibly refined. Well, all of these slot guys are going to have a, a little bit Less of that with a couple more issues. So number one, you got Wandale Robinson from Kentucky, five foot eight, 178 pounds. So a small guy there. Uh, he gives me reminders of like a Tavon Austin because he played some running back as well. He's good getting the ball in his hands behind the line of scrimmage and making plays yards after a catch. He's got really good change of direction. He's a quick guy, natural yards after catch guy too. He's got really good instincts in open field. But again, the size, the length, he doesn't have explosive speed. He's more quick than fast. Not very physical. He struggles with physicality. He doesn't have a great catch radius. His hands aren't excellent as an actual wide receiver. He's more comfortable catching the ball closer to the line of scrimmage. Doesn't have a lot of polish on his routes. And he's giving you no special teams value. A guy that size and that skill set really needs to be able to punt return or kick return, something like that. I'm not saying that Robinson can't do that, but we just haven't seen enough of it yet. Next, you got Calvin Austin out of Memphis. Another guy, five foot seven. 170 pounds. That is small. Like, that is small. He gets comparisons to a guy like Jakeem Grant. To me, I see a smaller version of like a Dante Hall. Um, he's got great acceleration, really quick feet. He can play in a phone booth. He's a yards after the catch demon and really good punt returner as well. So that's going to give him some additional value over Robinson for teams. Now, again, size. Not there. Completely bullied with physicality. His route tree leaves some to be desired. He needs to improve, uh, I guess, the variety within his route tree. He was kind of pigeonholed into to like a gadget kind of role at Memphis. The next guy who's like this is the guy from Boise State, Khalil Shakir. Um, Five foot eleven. He's a little bit bigger, 196 pounds, so a little bit bigger than these guys. He's much better with the timing of his routes. He's got much, he's a much better route runner than those two guys. Good body control as well. And for a guy his size at 5'11, really good contested catch guy. He makes some crazy catches out there if you watch his highlights and watch him play. And he's a tough guy too. He's not afraid to go over the middle of the field. Now, he doesn't give you elite speed, doesn't give you elite size. He's not a guy who's going to break tackles. He's got some focus drops in there as well. Again, another one of these guys who makes crazy catches, but then has some really weird, easy drops as well in there. But uh, Khalil Shakir could be an option for the Titans late in the draft. I think I'd prefer him over the other two guys, Calvin Austin and Robinson, who we talked about, who are similar type guys. Just getting that additional size, uh, getting that additional route craft, getting the contested catch ability there, which may not translate at the next level because of the size, but at least you know there's some ability. Uh, another guy that we're going to talk about here is SMU's Danny Gray. Now, he gives you more versatility. He can be in the slot 
but he's also a guy who could probably play some of that Z position as a boundary wide receiver as well. Five foot 11, 186 pounds. Now he is fast. He's got blazing speed. He gives you yards after the catch ability with that speed. He's got good twitch on his routes. He's a quick twitch athlete with that speed and kind of that explosion, but he's an incredibly slender guy. He doesn't play with a lot of route strength and guys who are more physical can move him off. He doesn't set up his routes very well. When he wants to break, he breaks, and that's quickness and twitch. But he kind of can tip off some of his routes sometimes to the defender because he'll lean a certain direction. He doesn't use the setup process in his routes to really help him out, and his hands have to get better. ton of drops on his tape, so that makes you concerned. Um, the next guy, UCLA, Kyle Phillips. He's going to be a slot wide receiver primarily in the NFL. 5'11", 189 pounds. Really good footwork on his routes and his releases. Good toughness as well. You can tell when you watch him play that he's a guy who plays with physicality. Good change of the direction. He's got good route craft. He gives you punt return ability as well, which for guys this late in the draft is important. Uh, he doesn't have elite burst, elite speed, though. He's got smaller hands for a guy his size, and you know he's still not a very big guy at 5'11", 189 pounds. So those are all things that are working against him. The next guy is a totally different type of guy than we've talked about in this segment, and it's Justin Ross. From Clemson. He is going to be an X wide receiver, like a George Pickens style guy. Six foot three, 205 pounds. He's really tall, really agile, good contested catch guy, good catch radius. All these big, tall guys, that's what they rely on. But for a guy that tall, like we, you know, have seen in the NFL, a lot of those guys that tall struggle to get down on their routes. Justin Ross has shown he can really sink into his routes and get back to the ball. So that's pretty important. But we can't bury the lead here, the injuries. Spinal injury that hindered him during college, it's going to be a long-term concern. Some people thought he was done playing football, so some teams may just take him off the board for medical reasons, and in fact, I would be as well. Now, his on-field concerns, he's not incredibly explosive, and that's what keeps him from being an elite player, but if he didn't have the injury, I think Justin Ross would be uh, in that conversation with Christian Watson and George Pickens up there as potential first-round reaches. Uh, the next few guys going to go through them pretty quickly. You got Kevin Austin from Notre Dame, six foot two, two hundred pounds. Uh, he's a big, strong guy, good at in-breaking routes, good catch radius, but he's had injuries. He had all-field issues where he was suspended for a year. Uh, he doesn't run great routes, doesn't have good releases, just isn't a very polished wide receiver, just kind of a strength, speed, body-type prospect that you think maybe you can mold, doesn't have great hands either. All the natural things with playing wide receiver doesn't really possession possess him, uh, doesn't give you a ton of uh, special teams ability either. So that that's really that's really going to hurt him in the long run. Uh, guy from Nevada, Romeo Dubes, an outside wide receiver, six foot one, 201 pounds, really good releases. He's got good size at six foot one, got good change of direction for a guy his size, makes great body adjustments in the air to make catches, but he is very lean for a guy that tall, doesn't play with a lot of strength, doesn't have a diverse route tree because of the system that he played in in college, and he's not good with his hand uses at the line of scrimmage when he's trying to release and get all press coverage. So those are all things that, that he could stand to get better at, which is why he's probably going to go on day three. A guy who is pretty low down in the in the rankings, but I tend to like is Tyquan Thornton uh, from Baylor, six foot two, one hundred and eighty one pounds, really good speed. He's a burner, track speed, got good hands, gives you a good catch radius, and boy can he jump! Now he's thin 
really thin, doesn't play with a lot of strength. Got to get better at like the blind spot, lean in the right direction with his route, setting up his routes, all the craft with that. And he doesn't give you a lot of special teams value either, but just as a blazer down the field, he could really be a deep threat for somebody and a guy who in the late rounds, I think we could maybe see make some plays uh, later in his career. And then the last guy I want to throw in is a guy I'd love for the Titans to take in the last few rounds, and that's Valus Jones from uh, Tennessee, who Tennessee fans will be well aware of, Five foot eleven. 204 pounds, so he may be short, but he's a thick body buster. He's a burger, okay? Strong frame, great acceleration, especially with the ball in his hands. Yards after the catch, Demon, got good hands as well and gives you really good ability as a returner. Now, as these you know gadget guys typically are, not great route speed, not great route tree, not great route tempo. So he doesn't play with the same speed while he's running routes as he does with the ball in his hand. He doesn't have a very diverse route tree because he's more of a gadget guy. And he doesn't really do well with the nuances of the position. You know, like I said, the tempo and timing of running routes. And obviously, he is a smaller guy still at five foot eleven. So even with that big size. But in the sixth round with one of the Titans' sixth round picks, I'd rather have Bayless Jones than Des Fitzpatrick. Give me somebody who's got a unique skill that can be used within the offense. That's what I would like to see. So, guys in this range, I like uh, Khalil Shakir. I like uh, Romeo Dubes. I like Valus Jones. Those are probably the guys in the late rounds that I would take in the sixth round with the Titans' uh, last two picks in the draft. Those are guys I would be interested in. But overall, that's a over 40-minute episode breaking down every wide receiver that I think you guys should be paying attention to in the NFL draft. That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. Tomorrow, time for the tight ends. That's a big position as well with a lot of great options. So make sure you check that out. That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans. <laughs>